1: Welcome back and happy Friday, October 15th, 2021. Open Lines Friday, your show, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I was was at a lunch where I ran into uh, an old friend of mine about a week ago, and he said to me something that I think we Republicans – or conservatives might do well to appreciate. (laughs) Before I get to that, I got to say parenthetically, this is part and parcel of the wake of the crisis industrial complex, stories that are a week old that seem a century old, so long ago, so long ago. How much have you heard or read about the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation package this week? Right, exactly. The team is shaking their head in the production room. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing. How much are you hearing about Afghanistan? We heard that 50% of the Taliban government is made up of terrorists. They will not allow women to serve in government. We proud of that? All the little girls that were told to be proud of Kamala Harris and what she was doing for women? She's hiring child actresses. I I suppose that's something. And an image makeover team. That includes women. But all these stories have moved so fast. I was thinking about the Afghanistan thing in particular. Because there were all these comparisons. Stay with me here. There were all these comparisons to Saigon. Right? Right? And something about those comparisons seemed to me, well, probably if you're over the age of 55, you know what that means. You know what an analogy to Saigon means. If you're over the age of 55, probably you do. Probably you remember it. Probably you remember the scenes of the fleeing soldiers and the South Vietnamese clinging to the helicopters, leaving Vietnam, South Vietnam. But do you know why that analogy worked? I know it didn't work for those under 55 who weren't taught about it probably, but do you know why it worked for people who know their history and those over the age of 55 who either lived through it and saw it or or don't, know, or, or do know their history? It mattered as an analogy it worked as an analogy because we had a frame of reference that story was kept alive what happened in saigon was kept alive for years and years and years so that when in the first gulf war it was said after our victory we got over our vietnam syndrome with that one people knew what that meant America can proudly win wars again on behalf of civilization. They knew what that meant. I don't think there will be a replacement for Saigon with Afghanistan in the future. Because it's it's been memory hold already. If you haven't heard about the $3.5 trillion in a week... When's the last time you heard about Afghanistan? Did you hear about the terrorist bombing of a mosque there? Did you hear about whatever happened to the Americans left behind? Is that story just no longer relevant anymore? You can take people's minds off things pretty easily in this country by throwing crisis after crisis at them and then, oh, yeah, Let's reduce their attention span while we're at it we used to We used to worry about television reducing attention spans. It's now worse, and I mean we really used to worry about there were a lot of books and studies written about television and child's atten- children's attention spans if you- grew up like me I, I, bill, did you have this experience you're you're a bit younger than me, but and maybe a different kind of parenting situation I don't know but did you have the experience growing up where you could only watch TV for a certain amount of time in a given day or week? I did. I did. I had to actually tell my parents when I was going to turn on the TV and what I was going to watch. Not every not, not every family. I just remember what a big deal it was that people were concerned about children's attention spans. And time. It's not the problem anymore. The problem hasn't been solved. It's been made worse. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. Social media has made all of that worse. And so it's a funny thing. So so back to what my friend was say. I'll come back to that in a minute. But back to something my friend said about a week ago. When the $3.5 trillion was still being talked about. Said, you know... I, I just don't think we should be talking about the numbers so much as what's in the bill. It's not the amount, it's what's in it. Well, it's a little of both to be honest with you. It is somewhat the amount, yes it is. But what's in it? What's in it? We've spent a lot of time, my gosh, for this country. Three weeks? Talking about the three point five trillion. How many stories have you seen tell you what's in it? How hard has it been for you to find out what's in it? We must fuddle them, C.S. Lewis writes. It's a good word. Well, the Republican Study Committee did us a good job, did a good job for us. By crunching it out, and if you want to get what I'm about to read you, you can just go to the Republican Study Committee's website, RSC for short. What they do is they isolate the first 42 problems with the bill they found, 42. And they have hyperlinks to the portions of this legislation that you can find, so you can cite it if you want. You can go to it. I actually went to one of them to check, and it was actually worse than the Republican Study Committee said. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But do you know in this now, Bill, that Joe Biden quickly in in that weird whisper said it'll be a little lower than 3.5? He now knows he's not getting to 3.5. He knows it'll be a little lower. But do you know what's in it? It perpetuates the labor shortage. It, continue, it continues welfare benefits without work requirements for the able-bodied adults without dependents at a time where there are 10.1 million job openings. More openings than there are people looking for work. It perpetuates that. You heard about the climate police. It's mentioned three times in this bill. billion into the bill to commission a federally funded climate police called the Civilian Climate Corps, CCC. Who would be against that? FDR had it after all, right? The Green New Deal. Not in and of itself, but in our public schools. It requires funding for school construction be used on enrollment, diversity, and Green New Deal agenda items. They don't even bury that in the 900 pages, in the 900 areas or 1,000 areas of the page count. That's right up front on page 55 of this legislation. Forces faith-based child care providers Out. The bill blocks the ability of many faith-based providers from participating in the child care system and will lead to many of their closures. Go check page 280. Requires pre-K staff to have a college degree. Pre-K staff to have a college degree. Why would you want to force people into college? Why would you want to force people into college if they're not part of an association, think of a legal or medical or other profession that requires a certain ed- nursing, at ed- certain educational attainment. Why, why would you want to push people into college to train toddlers? Well, think about what goes on at the college education level. Think about, think about what you're getting in these teachers' colleges. It's not that we must fuddle them so much when it comes to this kind of upending of society. They're starting with our children younger and younger, of course, and it's indoctrinating. It's not a mistake that they're doing this at the same time Netflix and Ibram Kendi are putting a Netflix series together aimed at anti-racism for children, and by children I mean pre-K, nursery school. It's not a mistake any more than it's a mistake that Merrick Garland aped the messaging from the National Association of School Boards. These don't happen in isolation. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Tom is in Scottsdale. Hello, Tom. Hello,
2: Seth. How are Pretty you? Great sure show you have, as always. Oh,
1: well, thank Doing you. Doing well. Sir. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Uh, talking about this three and a half trillion dollars. The other day, I decided to try to put some meaning to a trillion. And I uh, have a question for you in the Uh-oh. audience. <laughs> it was t- my <laughs>
1: understanding there would be no math. <laughs> okay,
2: all right. Go ahead. Oh, I've done it for you. All right. But let's say we, we take a trillion seconds and convert that time to years. Yes, how many years is a trillion seconds?
1: Oh, I couldn't begin to. What do you got for me?
2: A little over 32,000.
1: Okay okay
2: sixteen times when Christ walked the earth wow. and uh, now we're talking about three and a half trillion so that's like a hundred thousand years unbelievable
1: i was um I was just checking an old thing I had read and um a trillion dollars using using dollar bills a trillion dollars would take you a distance if it were stacked Vertically? Farther than the sun.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: 97 million I, miles.
2: I mean, you may be old enough to remember the famous quote from uh, Everett Dirksen, the senator from Illinois. Yeah. Saying, a billion here and a billion there. Pretty soon we're talking about real money.
1: Right. So, so a billion right, exactly. And that was now. when it was billion was the concern. That's yeah. when billion was a concern. I was, I was uh, just doing uh, a quick check as well. When did we start... When did we start even thinking 3 trillion was an option? That was in the Obama years. Bush never went a budget above I don't think he ever hit 3 trillion. It wasn't good, but it wasn't 3. We're now at 6. Yeah.
0: We're,
1: We're now at about six. the overall
2: debt approaching 30 trillion.
1: Yes, the overall debt is approaching years, 30 trillion and it is right.
2: just unbelievable.
1: Um why are why do people have a hard time grasping this i have my own idea i i have my no. own idea I, I i think a lot of people um when they stopped using cash stopped thinking along these lines i think money became less and less understandable or appreciable maybe that's the better word appreciable i i don't, maybe, maybe I, I, don't I don't think most children use cash at all anymore Everything yeah. is done uh, on a screen or over a phone, isn't it?
2: I-, I believe that's right. Yeah, and you know, just add a few more zeros here and there. Yeah, we'll I don't think that. there's well. much meaning anymore
1: <laughs> to what a what 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 can be done. I was I was uh, I, I was listening to someone talking about that on a podcast the other day, and it's an it's an amazing thing how you can transform a society into ignorance and an arrogance of ignorance by simply stopping certain processes that we have been used to all our lives. I, I'm not opposed to writing a check or using a credit card. I use it more than cash, obviously, of course, too, because of the way the world works. But I certainly keep an amount of cash. I, I just think that, the, 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 that, that for a lot of years now the trend has been to get us away from any concept of what real money is
2: well, and, also and also how to earn it, by of, the way, also
1: how to yeah. earn it
2: of earning it, and not spending until you, you have the money. I mean, so many people are in horrible debt now. It's scary.
1: Well, the government's going to make that a bigger problem, Tom. Let me let me take you through some more of this $3.5 trillion measure. Again, remember, this is not the actual budget of the United States. This is on top of. This is on top of. That's why I get to numbers like $6 trillion. It includes new incentives for illegal immigration. Illegal immigrants will be eligible to take advantage of the new free college entitlement, as well as eligible for additional student aid and the enhanced child tax credit. Here's the one that blew me away. It includes a legislative hole for Biden's vaccine mandate. It increases OSHA penalties on businesses that fail to implement the mandate up to, get this, $700,000 per violation and includes $2.6 billion in funding for the Department of Labor to increase enforcement of these penalties. The penalties are going to be up to 700,000 per violation. 700. No, no, not on the individual, on the company, on the company. But the violation is the individual, right? Per violation. The bill includes prohibitions that would bind employers' hands in union disputes and tilts the balance of power By, among other things, preventing employers from permanently replacing striking workers. It coerces businesses to meet union demands by increasing the Fair Labor Standards Act penalties by how much? 900%. The bill would subsidize union dues, which of course strengthens them as well. It pushes Democrats' wasteful and confusing Lunch agenda with $643 million for, quote, procuring culturally appropriate foods in the school lunchroom. Culturally appropriate foods. Did you know food could be ra- We learned earlier math could be racist. Did you know food could be racist? I bet medicine can be, too. We know medicine can be politicized. Ask CNN. Next time Don Lemon eats a carrot, make sure you let him know he's eating rabbit food. How about this? On page 897 of the bill. Democrats inserted equity language into a title which should have been focusing on the maintenance of the United States cybersecurity efforts. Cybersecurity now needs to be equitable. It grants amnesty for millions of illegal immigrants. Eight million illegal immigrants will be given amnesty at a, at a cost of about a hundred billion dollars over ten years. Trillions more will be included in social security and Medicare. More visas, of course. Fast-tracked green cards, of course. 200 million earmarked for the Presidio Trust. If you want to know what that's about, know that that's in Nancy Pelosi's congressional district. Oh. Remember the phrase bringing home the bacon? 200 billion dollars worth of ba- 200 million dollars worth of bacon. On and on this goes. Oh, it fixes ra- racist Roads and Bridges, a $4 billion fund that would help grassroots organizations that, among other things, want to rebuild or otherwise otherwise alter infrastructure deemed racist. That's on page 1183. And, of course, we talked about tree equity. Tree equity. That's in there. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, 602-508-0960. Was there a blockbuster out this summer? Did Hollywood create one that I missed? Everyone I know was excited for the new James Bond. I'd love to know from those who have seen it. I have yet to. I will. I've seen them all multiple times. I think my favorite is probably Diamonds Are Forever. That's my favorite one. Everyone has a favorite Bond. Diamonds Are Forever was my favorite one. But not the first one I saw. The first one I saw, believe it or not, was kind of late to the game in Roger Moore. It was Moonraker. But I'm told the current one has a lot of hat tips to the woke community. That's how you ruin James Bond, too. There's plenty of room for woke. People like James Bond because he kind of didn't go along, I mean, with the with the currents, he kind of stood athwart that we kind of cheered that, didn't we? That's why we all welcome back to the scene Piers Brosnan when he replaced the one before him, whose name I'm blanking on. It's all right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's worth uh, Tim Dalton, Timothy Dalton, worth forgetting. Is it Tim Dalton? I think I'm right. Do I have that wrong? Yeah, Tim Dalton. They had made James Bond a kinder, gentler thing, and then we got Pierce Brosnan, and people loved it. And I was never that big of a Daniel Craig fan for James Bond to play the role of James Bond. Not because I don't like Daniel Craig; I think he's actually a very good actor. But it wasn't James Bond. It was Jason Bourne they created with Daniel Craig. I love Jason Bourne, too. But Jason Bourne should be Jason Bourne and James Bond should be James Bond. So I'm told that there is this uh, this new woke one. I'd, I'm curious to know how they made it woke. I know they did with the new Magnum PI series. I know they did it there. They They took this group of four men who exhibited the various martial virtues in an understanding of what men come to learn, even through generations, having been through the war. So Higgins, who was a World War II vet and part of the posse there in the original Magnum P.I., is now a woman. Is there going to be a Charlie's Angels with men? No, of course. It only goes in one direction, and who would see it anyway? Not me. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But this thing does go on. Dean Kane, who played the first Superman, have you seen his comments? First of all, did you know DC Comics has made a decision to turn the current Superman as bisexual? Did you know that? The this DC Comics Superman has now come out as bisexual. Dean Kane who played the, uh, uh, you know, Superman on um, on tele? he said that the DC Comics folks said it's a bold new direction. He said Robin and Batman and Robin just came out as bi-sexual. The new Captain America is gay. Supergirl, where he played the father... Is also gay. So he said, I don't think it's bold or brave or some crazy new direction. Maybe if they had done this 20 years ago. But they don't know what brave means. Brave would be having him fighting for the rights of gay people in Iran, where they'll throw you off a building for the offense of being gay. Kane said. They're talking about having him fight climate change and the deportation of refugees and he's dating a hacktivist, whatever a hacktivist is. Why don't they have him fight the injustices that created the refugees whose deportation he's protesting? That would be brave. I'd read that. Or fighting for the rights of women to attend school and have the ability to work and live and boys not to be raped by men under the new warm and fuzzy Taliban. That would be brave. There's real evil in this world today, real corruption and government overreach, plenty of things to fight against, human trafficking, real, actual slavery going on and taking place from China to our border. Taking on those issues would be brave. But truth, justice in the American way, I guess that's out, that's gone. Can you imagine how unwoke that tricolon is? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Six zero two five zero eight. I was delighted to see in the Arizona Republic that the Arizona Department of Health Services has updated and redone, added data to its COVID dashboard. One thing they will not do, the article said, is put through breakthrough hospitalizations or deaths. Does that strike you as odd? If you're overhauling and updating the data and increasing the information you want to give to people, isn't it odd that you would hide that? The Arizona Republic did note that over 200 people in Arizona have died with or from COVID that have had breakthrough Infe- uh, that that had breakthrough COVID infections. In other words, they were doubly vaccinated. Over 200 Arizonans with the double vaccination, with the full vaccination, have died with her from COVID. And I just thought I would give the latest statistics on why s- schools, and I appreciate it not being the governor, he deserves a lot of credit on this, but some school districts and some private schools mandating a vaccine on children 12 and older. In California, it's mandated in all schools, and they said they're going to go even younger once the vaccine becomes approved for them. So I thought I'd go to the Arizona new website and look at who are we doing this for again, how many... Children under the age of 20 have succumbed to COVID? I'm going to check with Lewis Holman, but I'm sure I'm right about this. I'm sure I'm right about it. He'll show me how to use the memory machine. But I remember that those 20 and younger on this dashboard, to deaths up until the last time I checked them, were somewhere in the 20s, if not 30s. That's what they were saying. It's now revised to 11. 11. 11 people under the age of 20 in Arizona have succumbed to COVID. 11. When people tell you about mandating a vaccine for children, I beg of you to ask them, Who are you doing it for? I beg of you. I beg of you. And I'll say it again. A society that fears its children is just as bad as a society that tortures them. On that point, on that point, one of the AZ Central, which is the website for the Arizona Republic, one of the AZ Central stories on this Bill, I showed this to you. It had a picture of a young girl in a mask getting a, a vaccine shot. I mean, it was in, it, was a, it was a photograph. And the girl's face is masked as she's being injected. And her mouth is open, wide. You can see her teeth and her face is contorted. And the first question I asked you, Bill, was, was she laughing or screaming, right? I said, is she laughing or screaming, this 12-year-old? And you said, I can't tell. So I took it to Jim. Same. Others. Is she laughing or screaming? It's a distinction we probably want to know about children, isn't it? Masks, stop that. Charlie. And Phoenix, how you doing, Charlie?
0: Oh, very well, Seth. Thanks
1: for taking my call. Are poem. you my writer, Charles, or are you a different one? I'm a different one. Nice to have you, sir.
0: Thanks. We spoke last week about uh, uh, the VA and the shots that um, that they administer, um, the, the chemical composition that they, the VA always gives, um, or did at least to, to those I was with, uh, the chemical, chemical composition of the... Uh, Pfizer shot. Yes, sir. But that's. But um, today I wanted to speak, I don't know if you spoke about him earlier, but Colonel Scheller um, and the, uh, the, the uh, sentencing guidelines that were given today. Not necessarily the guidelines, but Colonel Scheller um, in and of himself. There's a quote by Hucidides that I wanted to uh, give you if you're not already familiar with it. Um, I think it speaks to him um, very well. And it is, uh, the bravest are surely those who have the clearest vision of what is before them, glory and danger alike, and yet notwithstanding, go out to meet it. Do it again, do it again,
1: Charlie. I want to follow it.
0: Sure. The bravest are surely those who have the clearest vision of what is before them, glory and danger alike, and yet notwithstanding, go out to meet it.
1: That's great. That's great.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's what he did. And um he um and bravery isn't isn't only found in the military. Nope. and and um by any means. And I wanted to um to just mention that what you do on a daily basis is very brave. Oh, you're, yeah. you're
1: way too much. No, 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 I don't accept that. No, no, no. I, no, no, I, no, I really I, don't, I Charlie. No, no, no. I don't.
0: I thought it would come to this.
1: I okay, <laughs> you know, you, you, okay, all right, you've got to, you, <laughs> yeah. you, those are my, yeah. those are my principles, if you don't like them, I have others, all
0: right, all right. go yeah. ahead, go ahead. No, but, 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 but seriously, you, you, um, you have, you know, I, I think what you deliver to all of us is, comes from a higher plan. Um, but thank goodness you're there for all of us to share the wisdom that you, you, you do have. And I think the type of bravery that goes with um, what you do is essential for our society um, to hear it on a daily basis, to know where we can go to listen to this and uh, all sorts of topics. Um, but it's, it's, it's certainly brave.
1: Well, and, you're, um, you're, uh, listen, I'll just say thank you, Charlie to 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 satisfy the equation, of course, very much so, but I really would like to argue the point i i I think we have defined a few words downward, like hero and bravery. uh Dean Kane was on this, right? It would it's not brave to have Superman come out as bisexual. It would be brave to depict him. Fighting for gay rights in Iran, or fighting against right. uh, uh, the right. seventh century in the Taliban. Let me take the break and come back to you if you don't mind, uh, and 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 let's okay. move on. <laughs> you take my point. I think <laughs> I take yours. We're on the same page. But if you have another one, Charlie, I, I, I'd love to take it. You're very very kind, but I can't I can't accept that compliment. It's not. It's not. I just I just always wanted to be a teacher, and this has been a seminar. I look forward to. Uh, conducting with you all every single day, every single day. Be right back. Don't do everything perfectly around here. We just do it better than most. <laughs> and by we, I mean my producer, Bill, and his team. Charlie, again, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, but I like the, the, the uh, who was it, Thucydides, you were, you were quoting to me earlier. And I think yeah. more attention should be t- paid to the colonel. You know, um, John Stuart Mill said, We are protected by men better than ourselves, at least I am. And he 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 is a better man than myself for doing what I never did, and that was certainly brave. And to the degree the story of Afghanistan will ever truthfully be told, it'll be from men like him. But truth telling is the brave thing when you're in the um, when you're in the employ of the federal government. And, well,
0: yes, and um, excuse me. Go uh, ahead. I just wanted to say that. Not everybody that's being brave is aware that they're being brave. It's just its just their nature.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a fair point, too. Right. Some people don't think about it, do they? It's just who they are. No, they just
0: go out and get it done. Yep. yep. And uh, so your modesty aside... Uh, okay. um,
1: <laughs> You're going to bring us okay, back yeah. to a point of disagreement. Okay. Yeah, you, you know, you, I'll tell you to take <laughs> yes for... I'll take you to, tell, to take no for an answer, and you can tell me to take yes for an answer. How's yes, that, Charlie? That. And right. we'll call it we'll a good it week. It. All right. God bless you, right. you, sir. Bless. Truly bless you. Thank you. Robin, surprise. How are you, sir?
3: Oh, I'm fine. Happy Friday. And by the way, Charlie's right. I think uh, what you do every day... Um, is one of the bravest things you can do oh, because you speak the truth.
1: You guys okay,
3: and I, I'm not okay, but isn't that well.
1: itself a defining of bravery? Down when the telling of the truth ha- comes to be the brave thing in a society, isn't that a well, weird
3: well? It, it is kind of weird, but yeah. again, I mean, when we uh, we think of uh, well, we were talking education, Western civilization, yeah, yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm reminded of that uh, you know quote by Thomas Sowell about. You know, the problem isn't that Johnny can't read. The problem isn't even that Johnny can't think. The problem right. is that Johnny doesn't know what thinking is. He confuses it with feeling. Right. And I was I was thinking about that when you were talking about education before, because most organizations, you know, we have the teachers' unions. We have the teachers. We have the principals. We have the superintendents. And then, of course, we have the school board. So there is a certain, however, convoluted chain of command there that uh, has been focusing lately in the news about the school boards, But that doesn't necessarily change uh, the thinking going on inside the superintendent's head, uh, the principal's head, right. or the teacher's head. And uh, having had a little bit of experience uh, teaching math and non-racist math down in the small town 40 miles north of the border, uh, where we bust, actually bust in kids from Mexico to teach them, yep. um, I... I can agree with Thomas Sowell, and I can also agree with uh, the fact that there is more to this than just a school board and a teacher's union.
1: Do me a favor, uh, Rob, and if you want to hold, we can come back to you. This was the short part of a short segment. We'll be right back.